Greetings, Pear Shorfans and Retrogrades. Today I bring to you a bafflingly strange story. It's a current event. It's happening this week, and it's called the COP27. It is a UN accord of multinational countries who are getting together to issue what has been called a Climate Justice Ten Commandments. And Pope Francis, as you might guess, is one of the leaders in promoting the COP27, the globalist UN interfaith meeting. It's not clear from any of the reports. I've read about 10 reports on this. It's not clear whether Francis will actually be there in Egypt because there are concurrent ceremonies happening around the world. But Francis has offered his prayers for it. He spoke of it on in his Angelus prayer on Sunday. There was high speculation that something strange was going to happen on Monday, and I only got a hold of the story late Monday night. Listen to this. Okay, it's not clear exactly what Francis's role in this thing is. The Climate Justice Ten Commandments, they wanted to do it on Mount Sinai, where the original Ten Commandments were issued. Egypt didn't give them permission, so they're doing it nearby. This UN Luciferian group that Francis is so close with, evidently, it's called Climate Justice. Now, this is the the smallest website that I will be quoting from today. It's called whatsupwiththat.com. The title is Climate Religion, Egypt's Mount Sinai to Receive Climate Justice Ten Commandments During UN Summit, Interfaith Climate Repentance Ceremonies. This sounds diabolical, no? Now, none of the larger websites cover this aspect, therefore it is simultaneously more interesting and more tenuous. That's why I hesitate to read from this. Let me, let me bring it to you. Christian, Muslim, Jewish, and other religious figures will participate in a UN conference on climate change that is taking place this week and next. In conjunction with the UN event, a group of faith leaders is taking an alternative approach, seeking a faith-based solution to the ecological crisis by promoting the 10 principles for climate justice in a global initiative. On Sunday, the organization will hold a climate repentance ceremony and put forth a, quote, prophetic interreligious call to action. This is strange. A combination of uh, Jews and Christians with the Pope has endorsed the COP27 all as part of Agenda 2030, which arguably the beer bug in which the beer bug played a role, Agenda 2030. Something momentous is going to change about our world before the year 2030. The UN has been very close about it. Pope Francis is very close with Ban Ki-moon of the UN. He's very close with uh, UNESCO. He's had the Vatican work with those guys. And now there's this strange, highly esoteric-sounding ceremony to repent to or about the earth. Now, this I'm not as sure about because other stories aren't, other news outfits aren't picking up the story as clearly. But let me open with this. 
since 2015, stretching back all the way almost to Laudato Si, Pope Francis's first encyclical. He wrote the first ever papal encyclical on the environment, and it was his pontificate's first encyclical. He is really into the environment in the same way all the globalists are. Stretching almost all the way back to 2015, there have been reports and misreports, myths and myth debunkings peppered in with some true reports of Francis issuing a new Ten Commandments, a new climate Ten Commandments, an ecological Ten Commandments. Listen to this. This is very interesting. The way, I mean, it's interesting because it shows the way that Francis and all these evil globalists work. I'm looking at one story from 2015 that is CNN, and it's called The Pope's Ten Commandments on Climate Change. And it it starts out like this. I, I want you to compare the tone of all these stories by all these major outfits. Pope Francis released a sweeping statement about the environment on Thursday. This is some Thursday in 2015. Calling for cultural revolution to change our lifestyles, meaning drastically. Which is what Beer Bug, I think, was all about. Which is what Agenda 2030 is all about. From our addiction to technology to our treatment of the poor. His document is very long. According to CNN, 184 pages in English. But here are 10 quick commandments the Pope says everybody can follow to stop the disturbing warming of our planet. Now, this is, I mean, I don't think CNN's referring to, they don't name the document. I don't think they're referring to Laudato Si here. Okay, so that's 2015. Let me jump forward, parish orphans, retrogrades, to give you a taste of a debunk article from 2017 now. AP fact check. This is in 2017. The Pope didn't change the Ten Commandments. This is two years later. Pope Francis didn't say that God told him to revise the Ten Commandments as claimed in a widely shared story. Francis never made the purported comments and has not changed or added to the Ten Commandments. He has no authority to do that given the core moral teachings of Christianity and Judaism. Uh, were said to have been revealed to Moses by God and are written in the Bible. So you have you have CNN, AP saying Pope Francis is issuing Ten Commandments. Then, then AP is saying, well, don't take it too literally. He's not claiming to replace the Ten Commandments. And yet, he on... This is another story. I don't normally bounce from so many stories. This is from, I presume, Sunday or Monday. Vatican News doesn't always date their articles, which is irritating as hell. It's called, Pope Encourages COP27, Recalls Laudato Si Action Platform Anniversary. So, the timing here, Perishofis of Retrogrades, is highly uncanny. Pope Francis, I think this was on Sunday, encourages the work of the COP27 climate summit taking place in Egypt near Mount Sinai, as near to Mount Sinai as the organizers could get it, which is strange. It's a lot of work to go to to make a, an allegorical connection. And Francis recalls the first anniversary of the Laudato Si action platform. This is from Vatican News, an article written by Devin Watkins and Nathan Morley. 
Listen to this. As delegates continue deliberations on the 2022 UN Climate Change Conference in Egypt, Egypt, Pope Francis offered his encouragements to efforts to protect the environment. Speaking at the Angelus on Sunday, the Pope said he hopes the COP27 will produce lasting fruits on behalf of combating climate change. This is relatively banal stuff here. We don't get much juicy. He says, I wish to recall the COP27 summit on the climate taking place in Egypt. So he does know what's going on there. I hope that steps forward are taken with courage and determination in footsteps with the Paris Accords. The Pope also recalled the Laudato Si action platform. Laudato Si is the name of his first papal encyclical. And it took like an action program called the Action Platform, which was set up to consolidate efforts to implement the Pope's 2015 encyclical on the care of our common home. That CNN article was not at all clear about whether it referred to another lengthy document that the Pope promulgated or Ten Commandments that Francis was issuing alongside Laudato Si. I don't remember Ten Commandments in Laudato Si. I remember Laudato Si being hot garbage, <laughs> but um, globalist garbage. And he was having Jeffrey Sachs, the uh, population control uh, atheist, in and out of the Vatican all summer, right around that time. Ban Ki-moon, the globalist humanist, probably atheist. Um, but... I don't know whether or not that CNN article was referring to another document by Francis. I wasn't able to find it. So maybe that's just what CNN was calling the papal encyclical. So this platform was set up to consolidate efforts to implement his encyclical, which, strangely enough, I'm just trying to point this out to you, the rest of the world, the rest of the leaders of the world, even the UN, seem to be regarding Francis as the point guard running some sort of point on this message, on Agenda 2030, on COP27, on, you know, UN directives broadly broadly considered in regard to the environment. Why? Because look at the date here. He noted that Monday, two days ago, marks the first anniversary of the platform and Monday was the day that all this kicked off in Egypt. So are they holding their meeting? This is an open-ended question. Are they holding their meeting timed around the release of Pope Francis's anniversary of his encyclical, which is arguably neo-paganistic? It promotes ecological conversion and lifestyles consistent with it and is overseen by the dicastery for promoting integral human development. Remember all the problems for this Dicastery, one of uh, the, the congregations. Um, we, we talk about the CDF all the time, the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith. The Dicastery for Promoting Integral Human Development is where Francis placed his best leftists at the beginning of his pontificate. Now he has his leftists all over the Curia. Pope Francis said there are around 6,000 participants in the initiative including individuals, families, associations, businesses, and religious, cultural, and health institutions. Listen to this quote. This perked my ears up. We're in November. We're already halfway through the month, a little over halfway through the month, right? That means we're almost in December. 
That means we're almost in 2023, month and a half from 2023. Listen to this quote for France, by Francis. This is a great start to a seven-year journey, a seven-year journey aimed at responding to the cry of the earth and the cry of the poor. You'd think the cry of the poor would come first in priorities here. I, Francis, encourage this crucial mission for the future of humanity so that it may foster in everyone a concrete commitment to care for creation. You could spin this as stewardship, which has always been a Catholic virtue. You could very easily spin it or conceive of it as neo-paganism, neo-pagan earth worship, particularly in view of what he seems to be endorsing with what's happening there in Egypt right now. Talks on going at COP27. It's the title of the next section of this article. During the coming week, ministers attending the COP27 will try and break the impasse on a range of issues and ensure the world keeps from lapsing on climate ambitions. In all, about 200 countries, sounds globalist, are negotiating next steps on cutting the emissions that cause global warming. It's not a very long article. Here's one key paragraph. During the first week, the World Bank announced the creation of a global shield financing facility instrument to help nations experiencing heavy economic loss due to disasters caused by climate change. Or which nations are those, right? This is an imagined problem. So what's the World Bank doing setting up a trust or whatever this device is to help nations experiencing heavy economic loss due to disasters induced by climate change? How about disasters induced by unicorns? How about disasters induced by phoenixes? Do you understand what we're saying here? All of the world's most powerful people are playing at make-believe, including Francis. There are no disasters of climate change. There's not one you can point at. So what are they all doing talking as if this is some sort of certitude? We've heard this from the left for 30 years at least. Remember when the left in the 1970s said we were, we were going through a mini ice age? It became global warming, the myth, within 10 years when, when the ice age didn't pan out. So what's going on? Why is Francis not only involved in this? I don't think he's there in Egypt, but there are all these concurrent ceremonies or whatever. He's not involved in it, but he seems uh, uh, directly in person. But he seems to be more than involved in the agenda. He's mentioning it as Angelus. And they are wiring their event, either coincidentally or not coincidentally, around anniversary dates of Francis's uh, Laudato Si launch platform action platform launch date. That's strange. I mean, this is really, really queer. This is very odd. Um, I don't know. What do you think about this? I think it's really, really, really weird. Let me read to you, because I wasn't having great success finding article. I found a million articles. None of them were saying anything, but almost self-same copy. 
They're saying almost phrase for phrase, pound for pound, the exact same thing, article to article, without quoting one another. It's very odd, particularly given the shell game that the mainstream media has played, I'm sure at Francis's behest, since at least 2015 when Laudato Si came out, where they're like, Francis just issued a new Ten Commandments. I heard this, I think, in 2018. Again, I couldn't find the article I was thinking of, though. 2015, he's issuing a new Ten Commandments. And there was a rumor circulating that he's saying, I'm replacing the old Ten Commandments. I remember that rumor. The Pope's planners will be like, well, that was all debunked, right? So there are all these debunk articles. Then in 2017, they roll it out again. I read you from that article where they're, they're saying, look, look, Francis is definitely doing this Ten Commandments thing. Now listen to this. This is from Israel Today. This is a strange article, but it's from Israel Today, a major publication in that country. Israeli groups organize global interfaith climate repentance event. Now, they call it an event, but other people were calling it a ceremony. Jews, Christians, Muslims, Hindus, and Buddhists join Israeli initiative to ask God's forgiveness for harming his creation. This sounds more like a 1986 Assisi event, if the Pope were actually there. I don't think the Pope is there. Oh, by the way, this article is from November the 13th, so Sunday. Sunday, Monday, depending on where you're at. Israel is presently playing an outsized role, Israel, at the United Nations COP27 climate conference in Sinai. Sinai. They all have planned this. All these folks at the UN have planned this Sinai conference where they're tapping their news organizations around the world, in the US, in Israel, I'm sure in Great Britain, to flirt by way of article titles, flirt in and out of conversations and articles involving the Ten Commandments. This is very odd. Float a Ten Commandments article, then float a debunk article saying no one's messing with the Ten Commandments. You ought to be thinking Luciferian globalists at this point. So, Jews, Christians, Muslims, Hindus, and Buddhists plan to gather on Sunday around the world to call for climate repentance and an adoption of Ten Climate Commandments which I've cited you articles over the last six years that say Francis single-handedly issued, then I cited another article uh, at cross-purposes with this saying that Francis did not do any such thing, that that was an urban myth. Now they're rolling it back out. The central events, and they're saying an outsized role for Israel. That's just weird. The central events were to take place in Jerusalem, London, and the Egyptian resort of Sharm el-Sheikh, where the COP27 conference is taking place, as close to Sinai as they could get. Organizers had originally wanted to hold the central event at Mount Sinai in a kind of reenactment of the giving of the Ten Commandments. But Egyptian authorities nixed the plan for security reasons. I'm going to repeat that sentence. 
Organizers, this means UN and UN adjacent types, had originally wanted to hold the central event at Mount Sinai in a kind of reenactment of the giving of the Ten Commandments. This is Israel today. This is a large publication. I read you a few similar sentences of similar propositions that I suspected because it was a smaller site. It was called like, what's up with that or whatever. So I'm like, I don't know. This could be like some weird conspiracy site. But now you're getting it affirmed, the same proposition, on Israel Today. Israel Today proudly boasts of an outsized role in these things for Israel. The initiative is the brainchild of three Israeli organizations. The Interfaith Center for Sustainable Development, sounds like that one, sounds like that one congregation in our own curia, the, the dicastery for sustainable, uh, integrated sustainable development, whatever it's called. The second one is the Elijah Interfaith Institute, which I, we've reported on here before. Sounds like wacky ecumenism. And the Adam Teva Vidin Environmental Advocacy Organization. These are the three Israeli groups that played an outsized role in this strange pseudo-religious interfaith begging the earth for forgiveness ceremony, begging God for forgiveness from the earth ceremony. The 10 climate principles they advocate are, I want you to pay attention to these. Number one, we are stewards of this world. That's a Christian term. Two, creation manifests divinity. Number three, everything in life is interconnected. That sounds Buddhist, Hindu. Number four, do no harm. Five, look after tomorrow. That sounds humanist. Six, rise above ego for our world. Seven, change our inner climate. That's just gay. Eight, repent and return. Nine, every action matters. Ten, use mind, open heart. Holy cow. Oh, okay. I mean, mock it. But this is strange. Now, let's go back to the CNN article from some time ago. From 2015. Citing the Pope's Ten Commandments on Climate Change. Note the distinction. The CNN article is not claiming that these are God's Ten Commandments that Francis magisterially replaced the Sinai commandments, the Mosaic commands, with, they're, they're, they're being careful to say Pope's Ten Commandments on climate change. Okay. One is think of future generations. Two is embrace alternative energy sources. Three is consider pollution's effect on the poor. Four is take the bus. Five is be humble. Six is don't become a slave to your phone. Seven is don't train online relationships for real ones. Eight is turn off the lights, recycle, and don't waste food. Nine is educate yourself. And ten is believe you can make a difference. Now, there's no appreciable connection between Francis's command one and COP27's command one, or Francis's sixth command and COP 27th, 6th command. But they they are trafficking in the same exact rhetoric, pinpointing the same days, and Francis has been pontificating about it over the last week. 
the COP27 event, not to mention it's in Sinai where they're doing this, I can only say, mockery, religious mockery event, ecumenical, so it's, it's demonic, in the same way that the 1986 Assisi event was demonic. You get groups together, they're calling, uh, uh, there's a uh, ubiquitous acknowledgement of prophecy. This is a prophetic call to all the world's religions. The one true faith doesn't, doesn't call members of polytheistic religions prophets. The one true faith does not make a call in league with other false faiths, demonic faiths, that are called prophetic. This is something extremely fishy. And I encourage you guys, I always encourage you to do your own research. But with regard to today's story, I would encourage you to do extra research. Because this is just what I could turn up. And I've only been looking over the last 36 hours. Found lots of articles. Each, you know, each one had maybe one nugget, one Easter egg that the other ones didn't have. Only the Israel Today article acknowledged that Israel's playing an outsized role in it. These three things. Okay, that's interesting. They all acknowledge it's a UN initiative. That's always fishy. COP27 is associated with the UN. And I want to read you one more quote again. Here it is. I want you to do the math. I know I probably already said this, but this is a great start here in almost 2023 to a seven-year journey aimed at responding to the cry of the earth. The cry of the earth. The earth doesn't cry. And the cry of the poor. Well, that would lead us straight to 2030. Pope Francis, in a word, has colluded with the likes of Jeffrey Sachs and Ban Ki-moon and the atheist globalist population reductionists who've been in and out of the Vatican for eight years now in order to prop up Agenda 2030. The Vatican has made official endorsing statements on Agenda 2030. The Vatican seems to be one of the point runners for Agenda 2030. My question to you is this, parish orphans and retrogrades. Pope Francis keeps saying he wants to see bold, revolutionary, habitual change. Remember remember the expression, uh, you will have nothing and you will like it by Klaus Schwab? I remember that. Well, what are they trying to have us do by 2030 that's so revolutionary? He's not talking about exercising temperance on your smartphone, right? Uh, Matt Frad's always getting a new smartphone or getting rid of his smartphone or whatever. He's, Pope Francis isn't talking about that. Well, temperance is having a smartphone and not, not getting rid of it, probably, but by the Aristotelian definition. But he's not talking about either having a smartphone and creating better habits by not overusing it. That's, that's really what you should do as an Aristotelmus. Or, okay, if you can't deal with the temptation, you're talking too much or texting too much or looking at too much funny business on your phone, then get, or, or whatever that is, that can be playing games, wasting time in any any manner. I'm not defining funny business, but get rid of your phone. 
Francis isn't even saying that. That's bolder. That's more revolutionary. He's saying something else. What are they, the globalists, evidently headed by Francis, preparing us to do by 2030? Smart cities, living in a pod, being a bug man in a tiny little pod where you live 10 feet away in some minimalist stacked urban housing. Well, I mean, what is it? This is this is getting info wars. But I, I'm just I would just come out and ask them, guys, what do you all want by 2030? I'm not planning on doing a damn thing different. You want us in smart cities? You want us eating bugs? That's a big a big uh push over the last five years. Bugs are tasty. You've heard everyone else talk about it. I haven't talked a ton about it. Either by bug man, I just meant you live in you know a little pod here and you work 10 feet away and you don't go anywhere else and you're in like a virtual reality transhumanist hellhole city. They want people out of the heartland. Why are they, why is BlackRock buying up all the land in the heartland of America? What is going on? What is Agenda 2030 all about? Why did Klaus Schwab and the WEF connect the Great Reset, which had to do with the beer bug, to Agenda 2030? One thing was like an accidental blight, allegedly. Another thing is an unrelated climate disaster, allegedly. Why are the guys, the elites in the positions of power connecting them? You will have nothing and you will love it. I think I think that what we saw over the last three years, all the funny business. And when I said funny business on smartphones, I just mean there's a billion ways to waste your time on your smartphone. We all do it. Francis says in his commandment number seven, don't don't waste too much time on smartphone. Eight is like spend time with people around you. So, you know. I'll always be this Aristotomist guy. I'm like, look, just keep keep your smartphone. Just don't use it. Go hug your wife and kids. Other people provide a more, you know, lop off your hand for the occasion of sin thing, like like Matt Frad to say he just gets rid of his smartphones or whatever he does. I so I wasn't trying to say all waste of time are equally bad, but you get what I'm saying here. Pope Francis is not talking about either of those two viable solutions. What is going on? I strongly urge you to look into this more than other topics because this one was really odd. It was like Francis, Ten Commandments. I was trying to Google search this and I was getting hits from 15, 17, all, all, and they were hits saying, yeah, look, these are Francis's Ten Commandments, something reputable, whether or not they should be, like CNN. And on the other hand, AP saying this is a total bogus myth. Why have the powers that be, including Francis, been flirting with this language of Ten Commandments, the, you know, putting it in the form of tablets. Allegedly, two days ago, some protesters went up and smashed the two tablets at Mount Sinai, a la Moses. Why the religious foreplay here? They don't mean it. Why are they all agreeing to use, I mean, why did they hold this conference 
as close to Mount Sinai as they could. They are trafficking in real spiritual powers, real spiritual combat, not on the good side. And I, I mean, this feels a bit like Pachamama. That's what I'm telling you. Feels a bit like a CC86. Cop 27. We got a real wake-up call coming. I, I don't know when it's going to be. But most people still aren't awake after what they did the last two to three years. They. The, the global elites. And it's been... The, I'm sorry, the Pope is... He's in this up to his neck if I had to... If I had to take my best guess, gun to my head, there's so much evidence. There are so many shows I've done on new, interesting, specific connections that Francis has to these folks. Do your own research, folks. Support this channel by clicking like and subscribing. Please do it right now. I'll wait. I'll wait. Please... Click live and like and subscribe to the channel. Get the notification bell so you can tune in in real time. Also, please support this channel on Patreon, timothyjgordon.com, that we need your help. Also, go to timothyjgordon.com and take one of our 15 classes. Our 15 classes are good stuff. Latin free. church history. Some of them are free. We're putting more free stuff up. Just go partake. Buy the books associated with this channel. There are five books associated with this channel. Please buy them. And most of all, get out of your blue state, get to a red state. I say that most of all as taking ontological priority over even Patreon. Get out of your blue state, get to a red state. The globalists are on the move. Being in a red state when the stuff actually goes down is more important than anything else I've asked you. Please do support us on Patreon, though. We need it. We're, we've enhanced benefits for patron patrons of Patreon over the year of 2022. We're doing viewing clubs, book clubs. We're, we're trying to send out more cool stuff. And we'll, we'll continue to do that over 2023. But you got to be a patron first, at least at the $5 level. Heaven help us. Things get stranger every day, man. Every day they get weirder. This one, this one was out of the blue. God bless you, Deus Volt. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit.